Inmates in Kentucky jails are prohibited from smoking tobacco, but many still get their nicotine fix from electronic cigarettes. Jailers across the state offer e-cigarettes in their commissaries, and some claim the e-cigarettes are a healthy way to keep inmates calm. But in a collaboration with ProPublica, R.G. Dunlop with the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting found that the e-cigarettes in jails are also big revenue drivers for the jails and sometimes also the jailers. Wednesdays and Saturdays are visiting days at the Carroll County Detention Center. Family members and friends hang out in the parking lot early before going inside. Karen Pritt arrives at the jail parking lot in the semi-trailer truck she drives for work. She's here to pick up her daughter, Heather Riley, who's getting out of jail after 47 days in custody for a probation violation. Like many visitors, Pritt often had to do her daughter a favor before the visit, buy her e-cigarettes from the dispenser in the lobby. How many have we gone through this time? Hell, I don't Talk know. I didn't keep track. <laughs> oh, maybe 15. Yeah. <laughs> On the outside, Riley smokes Marlboros, but in jail, e-cigarettes were her only option. I mean, for real, it's the one thing that keeps a lot of us, like a lot of us sane in there. If it wasn't for them, we'd probably be killing each other, <laughs> just because of the stress level. The e-cigs don't come cheap at $14 a piece, but Pritt wanted to do what she could to help her daughter get through the time and lock up. Because I know it's stressful in there. The demand for e-cigs is big business for some Kentucky jails. We examined records from jails statewide and found that the vast majority of Kentucky jails selling e-cigarettes to inmates do so at triple or quadruple the price they paid the wholesaler. Riley and her mother didn't know much more than the sticker price at the Carroll County Jail, but the markup doesn't surprise them at all. Well, We're going to pay it because we like to smoke. Right, exactly, and they know that. They're making a killing. The Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting and ProPublica looked at e-cigarette sales, we found that in 2018 alone, e-cigarette sales brought more than $1.3 million in profits to the 53 Kentucky jails that shared data. Jailers claim that most, if not all, of the profit money goes to fund programs for inmates or to jail safety and security. But it's not just the jails raking in cash from e-cigs. In some places, the elected jailers or their friends and family members are profiting, and often, they're doing so through no-bid contracts, cozy relationships, and business arrangements that some experts call unethical. Laurel County Jailer Jamie Mosley spoke to Vice News in 2018 for a documentary about his dual role as an e-cig inventor and jailer. Making money selling e-cigs is very easy. Keeping people alive and helping people is very hard. Crossbar's product comes in a soft plastic transparent tube designed to be tamper-proof, according to the company's website. They're different than typical vaping products sold to the general public, which often are refillable and can contain varying levels of nicotine. Records show that in the past two years, at least 28 Kentucky jails bought their e-cigarettes from Crossbar Electronic Cigarettes, the company that sells the brand Mosley Created. One place inmates vape the crossbar brand e-cigarettes is the Laurel County Correctional Center in London, Mosley's own jail. He also represents the company at conferences and is the first person named on the company's website as its developer. But he said via email that there's no conflict. His jail purchases the crossbar e-cigs directly from the company's Chinese manufacturer, Mosley denies making money from any e-cig sales to his jail or that he's the company owner. Who is? 
Mosley's wife. That raises questions for Richard Painter, a law professor at the University of Minnesota and the chief ethics lawyer for former President George W. Bush. It's so obvious that spousal assets are joint assets. He wonders how there's no conflict or impropriety in the relationship between Mosley's wife's company and his jail. That creates a terrible appearance of impropriety because there's too much rum for quid pro quo. You give me, give to me on one contract, I'll give you on another. Painter also said the relationships between the jail, the Chinese manufacturer, and Crossbar look akin to a quid pro quo. Mosley is one of at least four Kentucky jailers who have capitalized on the e-cigarette boom, either by forming companies that sell to other jailers or by handing their own jail's business to family and friends. He and other jailers have also successfully fought off health measures that would have banned e-cigarettes in some county jails. Indeed, many jailers downplay or ignore the well-documented health hazards of e-cigarettes, even though they've been banned in some state buildings as well as in the state's prisons. Carter County Jailer R.W. Boggs has been in the e-cigarette business. He says there's a world of good to having e-cigarettes in jails and no real downside. I mean, heck, I guess just breathing causes cancer nowadays, but, I mean, I don't know how a person would be able to argue that a a water vapor source without uh, tar and stuff would be worse for you than cigarettes. But not all Kentucky jailers buy into that narrative. Marion County Jailer Barry Brady doesn't allow e-cigarettes in his jail. I've got... 297 beds, and I'm contracted with the state with 208 of them to do treatment programs for people that have addiction issues. Brady thinks selling e-cigs in that environment is hypocritical, even if this product is legal. It's addictive and deemed uh, as, you know, not healthy. Back in Carroll County, visiting families buy e-cigs from the kiosk in the lobby. They're $14 a piece, and the machine gives no change if you put in $15. Current jailer John Proctor says he switched to crossbar e-cigs shortly after taking office in late 2018. I know it's not inmates that have to buy this stuff. It's their families, their grandmas, their mamas and daddies. And I wanted to be as cost as efficient as I could. When jailer Mike Humphrey was in charge, the jail spent more than $100,000 in public funds in three years on e-cigs from Tom Lindsay. He and Humphrey are good friends. In fact... Humphrey was in Lindsay's wedding in 2015. But their friendship didn't mean Lindsay cut the jail a deal. To the contrary, Humphrey paid Lindsay $4.25 per e-cigarette, one of the highest wholesale prices for any jail that gave records to KYCIR. Proctor dropped the price $2 to the current rate of 14 For several months, Ronald Chadwell's 22-year-old son was locked up in the Carroll County Jail, Chadwell says he was spending up to $70 a week for his son's e-cigarettes. Chadwell's on disability and lives off a fixed income. But when you love your kids, you got to do what you got to do. Maybe this will learn him a lesson. Eventually, though, Chadwell made a hard decision. He cut his son off. The e-cigarettes at the jail were just too expensive. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm R.G. Dunlop. KYCIR partnered with ProPublica on this story as part of their local reporting network. To read the entire investigation, go to kycir.org.